0: This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're gonna continue talking about the holidays. Last week, we talked about it from a food perspective. Today, we're gonna talk about it from a mental and stress perspective. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just retire it. Thin. I'll tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'm... Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com If you are new to the show, look, this is uh, my little journal of me losing weight, finding weight, losing weight. And this year, I've been actually very good. I actually lost 30 pounds. And if you're a regular listener of the show, you know, the last couple episodes, I was up. Well, this episode, I'm down a little bit. And I basically just got back on track. It's really that easy. And... I realize this time of year, it might be easy to get sidetracked because just the muttering of the word, the holidays, you might've just said, ugh, I mean, we have so much pressure, so much baggage, so many emotions, and it's those emotions that often have us heading straight to the fridge for some sort of sugar fix. I mean, after all, it's the holidays. You have to eat one of Aunt Jill's peanut butter sugar cookies covered in frosting, whipped cream, and chocolate. You have to. Uh, No, no, you don't. I'm just saying you don't. And so what we're going to try to do today, and for the record, this is kind of geared towards people that are single, uh, because this year I am. But if you're married, I think this will come into play, too but we need to step back from our emotions now look let's face that's easier said than done but we're going to take a long hard look at the holidays and i'm going to sound kind of scroogey here but i'm not i'm all about christmas i mean i'm putting up the tree this year like the day after thanksgiving i'm all about the christmas and i'll explain some of this as we go through but i i looked into a bunch of articles on surviving the holidays especially for single people And they gave some really horrible advice. Glamour magazine said, have another cookie. I'm like, really? And almost all of them said, basically, get drunk. When in doubt, have more eggnog. And I'm like, that is not the solution. Cookies and beer is not a solution to stress. It's just not. And so why do we stress out about the holidays? Why do we do that? Because of what the holidays are supposed to be. If you're normal. And that normal holiday thing is just jammed down our throat. You turn on any TV station and you've got the happy family and the presents and the turkey and the everything is happy 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 and they're all these normal things that we're supposed to be doing right If you're normal, you're doing this. it's over and over and over. And so probably the worst one that I see this time of the year that you just, that I can just see everybody going, ugh, are jewelry commercials. Because first of all, you have attractive, way too happy people that are so in love and they're throwing, you know, oh, they're tossing, you know, uh, snowballs at each other. And then the very handsome, dapper young man um, goes to pick up a snowball, but instead gets down on one knee. Uh Uh-oh, what's he doing? Yeah. To which he then and she mouthed yes, and then they kiss as the snow comes down. Right, you, you. you I It's interesting because it's always like you know the the jewelry commercials are always like you know the woman of your dreams. She's the breath in your lungs. Blah blah blah. You would do anything for her, including open up a new credit card with eighteen percent interest so you can buy a diamond that you could never afford any other way. Right, and it's like you know. 24% interest because she's the love of your life. Earl's Jewelers today. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I always, and that's again, and you start watching these commercials where everyone is so happy and you're like, uh, oh, that's not me. But you think it should be. To which I say, I want to see the jewelry couple. A year later, when they're arguing over what type of lights to put on the tree, uh, when they're arguing over whose house they're going to go to first on their tour of in-laws, you know, the woman of your dreams is now treating you like a child as you carry the pumpkin pie, as she insists it goes in the trunk and not in the back seat, you know, or, or uh, you know, as they instead of throwing softballs and laughing at each other, you know, now they're just drive walking down the driveway and she's going, just get in the car, Kevin. That's the couple I want to see the next year. I'm just saying. And again, I don't want to be Scrooge here. The other thing is, I don't know what it is, ladies. I mean, I don't think this is that much of a reality. Maybe it is. But it seems if you're not sitting in the living room, sipping wine and giggling, you are not normal. Because that's all women do. You you drink wine with whatever you're doing. Hey, it's, uh you know, we're going to have the book club. Let's drink some wine. We're going to do the knitting club. Let's drink some wine. We're going to take the kids to soccer. Let's drink some wine. It's kind of weird like that. It's kind of the equivalent of beer commercials with men, because apparently all we do is watch football and drink beer, according to the media. And when you're not doing these things again, where everyone is happy, you feel like you're missing out. The fear of missing out. And again, I'm just here to say, I don't know that that's reality. And we'll talk about this here in a bit, but it's time to flip your thinking, and I'm going to talk about what I did last year, and it was a really interesting experience. Looking back on it now, It wasn't fun last year. Last year, I had filed for divorce after uh, seven years of marriage, that just uh, of which six were in therapy, and uh, my family had kind of disowned me because of things my ex-wife had said, and my ex-wife was in the middle of being coming my ex. So I had moved back to Akron, Ohio. And when I say I was alone last year, I mean, I was alone. Now, I'm not looking for a pity party. I'm fine. But here's my thing. Have you ever decorated a tree alone? Last year, because of my mindset, it was one of the most depressing things that I've ever done. Now, why? Why was that? Because on TV, everyone decorates with their family. It's what everybody does. Again, if you're normal so when i decorated my tree last year alone i felt horrible i felt abnormal i felt like a freak like i was an outsider looking in now think about this though cuz i was basing this on you know it's a wonderful life let's decorate the trees so well the reality though and again i'm not trying to be a scrooge here the reality of tree decorating is usually There's a discussion on what ornaments go on the front because your heartfelt ornament from the fourth grade, I don't understand how people think this is ugly, but man, that that popsicle stick thing you made, that is not going on the front. That is ugly. Mine's not ugly. Yours is ugly. And then it's, do we put the icicles on the tree and then somebody's going to get frustrated with the tree lights because they're all mangled together and then you finally get them unbangled and they don't work? You know, and then is it flashing lights, old style lights, LED lights? There are so many things to argue over with the tree that it can be a little stressful. So here, this is what I learned last year. And this is why I'm not, I'm not bummed about decorating a tree by myself. Now I might have my friend come over. I have a friend that I might come over and help me with this. But even if I do do it alone, the flip side of decorating your own tree is it's your tree with all the ornaments that you want, where you want. You want to have icicles, fine. Don't want to have icicles, fine. It's your tree. Enjoy the power and the the fact that you get to decorate a tree hassle-free. There is another side of the coin. And again, I don't want to be a Scrooge here and say this is what you should be doing, but I'm just saying it's not all that bad. I mean, how many times during the holidays do you ever hear the phrase, "Look, let's just get it over with? That's a fun tradition, whatever you just had to do. Whatever, fine. Jingle, 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 shmingle, shmingle. Okay, fine. Can we do it now? Can we just get on with the cookies? Whatever it is. Those traditions are fun. Do you hate gift exchanges? At work. I was never a big fan. Call me weird. But uh, the last one, I didn't participate. I mean, why go through another pointless activity to get a gift card from someone? I mean, gift cards, gift cards, the gift card says, I don't know you and didn't feel like asking the person who sits next to you what you might enjoy. Happy shopping. I hope you enjoy Kohl's. Great. You get a gift card to Kohl's, you're like, great, I can buy half a sweater. You have to weigh the lesser of two evils. I mean, are you going to be seen as the Grinch who didn't want to participate in the gift exchange or are you going to have to put on a fake smile for 90 minutes? It's really up to you. Which is the lesser of two pains there. But just realize no is an option. And then you're like, well, are they going to think I'm broke? I don't know. Are you broke? You don't have to say I can't. I can't afford it. But you can just say, you know what? I got too much stuff going on this in the holidays. I can't participate. And if somebody really cares about you, they're not going to go, oh, come on. Like what? That's. A, I just got too much stuff going on. I can't participate. So here's another thing. Holiday parties with families. Oh, that's a treat. I mean, let's face it. Some of us are glad that we only see these people once a year. And apparently, who knew? Bathing is optional? I I missed that memo. But apparently it is. And I can't wait for someone to ask me about my dating life now. I mean, if I'm lucky, if I'm really lucky, they'll rub my shoulder, they'll tilt their head, and I'll get the pity look. You know, hang in there. You'll find someone. You know, I did find someone. It's me. It's Dave Jackson. He was buried under tons of stress and humiliation, but I actually found myself. He's actually a pretty cool guy. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. Not that being with someone is horrible, but I'm just saying it's okay to be by yourself. Maybe have an answer for someone. So they go, so are you dating anybody now? It would be fun just to see the reaction to go, well, actually, Aunt Mildred, uh, I'm sleeping with five different people right now. Sometimes at the same time, just to see the reaction. That'd be fun. But you could also state that, look, I have too many adventures going on right now to squeeze in, you know, a love life. And then tell them what you've been up to. You might actually avoid the pity face. Maybe not, but you could. And then if they have kids, if they're parents, that's easy. Just get them talking about themselves and their kids. And when they're done, just go for more punch before they ask you about your dating life. But realize... It's not something you have to hide from. It's okay to be alone, and then offer to get you know some sort of help in the kitchen, because whatever's going on in there is usually just a mess. So offer to help out there, and realize. And again, this this is going to make me sound like a Scrooge, and I'm I'm not anti women. I probably will eventually get back in a relationship, but my cousin told me something that I want to pass on because sometimes I go, hmm, you know what? He might have a point. He said, because he's never married, ever. I've I've got two under my belt, and I, I think I'm done in that department. But he told me that he would rather want what he didn't have. He would rather want what he didn't have than to have what he didn't want. And I went, hmm, on that one. But something else to think about with the holidays, what is up with all the kissing? Now, trust me. I am so not anti-kissing. Kissing Kissing is, you know, it's something I started in the sixth grade and uh, who knew? You know, it's just something I don't mind. I haven't really gotten, I don't find that old. But sometimes, again, if you're feeling single, if you're feeling alone, just walk around with some uh, scissors, cut down all the mistletoe. Nobody will notice. And uh, you've ever noticed that the A cold and flu season coincides with the holidays. I think it's all the kissing. It could be. The other thing, of course, is New Year's Eve. You have to find someone to kiss at midnight. No, you don't. I'm just here to tell you, no, you don't. New Year's Eve is a lot like prom. It's highly overrated. I remember one year, and I didn't even know this was possible. One year, I didn't even stay up to watch the ball drop. And when I woke up, the new year was here anyway. So we're talking again today about eliminating some of the stress, and some of that stress is based on things from TV that say, well, this is what happens in all the movies, and they're like, Happy New Year, and you turn to someone and you kiss them. You know, it's okay if you don't, but you're like, Dave, you don't get it. I just watched It's Christmas Time, Charlie Brown, Snoopy made me cry. Well, okay, why do we get depressed? I mean, it, it that seems almost impossible because, of course, it's the most wonderful time of the year. I mean, Andy Williams said so. I mean, the bottom line, you ready for this? This is one of those things that I went, hmm, that's true. When you expect something to happen and it doesn't, you feel lousy. I'm going to say that again. When you expect something to happen and it doesn't, you feel lousy. I know that. I live in Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns have not won a team, not won a game all season. We're like 0-11. and And so my advice is start a new tradition. I quit watching. I just quit. I don't care. I started a new Sunday tradition. And with the holidays, there's a lot of pressure to smile, look good, and be happy. Why? Because it's the most wonderful. You know, it's a marshmallow world in the winter. Yeah, quite simply. I think, honestly, Marshmallow World, one of the dumbest Christmas songs ever written. But you can eliminate some of this pressure by saying, no, it's true. The holidays are about being thankful and giving. Be thankful for who you are and give yourself a break. Again, you don't need to be Scrooge and lock yourself in your home, but you don't have to say yes to everything. And now here's, I'm going to say something that's getting me in a lot of trouble. I I go to church, have my whole life. There are those people, when you're feeling blue, when you're honest to God, down a little in the dumps, and somebody comes up and says, well, let's remember the true meaning of Christmas and the baby Jesus. Look, when you are lonely, there are times when the story of a baby getting perfume for their birthday just doesn't cheer you up. Whether it should or not is a whole nother discussion. I'm just saying sometimes when you're down, that doesn't always help. And because there may just be times when you feel blue. And can I tell you something? If you feel like crying, if you and you've been fighting it, can I tell you something that's going to help you so much? Cry. Just do it. It's like an orgasm for your soul. Do it. Quit fighting it and let it out. Now, if you find yourself... In in a legitimately really dark place, there is nothing wrong with getting some help. You are not crazy. There's nothing wrong with it. When I was in marriage counseling, they occasionally would split us off and do individual counseling. Nothing wrong with it. Kind of interesting, actually. Now, something else you can do if you're just like, hey, Dave, you know what? You're right. I am a little blue. Kind of wrapped up with some of my thinking here do a journal. I've talked about this in the past. I use something called Penzu. It's P-E-N-Z-U. The thing I like about it, you can do it on your computer. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on a tablet. So if you ever just need to write down your thoughts, it's a good idea here just to let it out. And sometimes writing down your feelings kind of allows you to step outside of yourself and look at them differently. I know there are times if I'm feeling down or whatever, and I will just type out my feelings and I look at it and go, man, that is really dark, and it kind of shocks me. And I, I kind of go, well, I don't want to be that. And somehow, just it just it just puts them out there, and it's free. So Penzu. Now here's some things you can actually do that that will pretty much make you feel better. If we're feeling a little blue, one of the things you can do is serve other people, and so you could downsize and donate. What I mean by this, go through your closet. And all those things you only wear when everything else is dirty, you know, that. like I have the uh, the gray t-shirt. No, I'm sorry. It's a gray sweatshirt. And there's like a weird gravy stain on the back of it. Give it to charity. Let them figure out how to get the gravy stain out. And I'm pretty sure somebody who really needs a sweatshirt doesn't care that there's a gravy stain on the back. And how it's on the back, I don't know. But when you donate to somebody else, when you help serve somebody else, you're going to feel better. And think about the. And it makes room in your closet. So that's something to do. And and think about how easy that is. You just go through, grab the hangers, put throw them on the bed, go from the bed, throw them in your car, drive there, you're done. And if you wanted to, you could even do it as a tax write-off. Something else you can do. And this is one that you're like, yeah. But seriously, go to the gym. Instead of arguing over the holidays with someone, go to the gym, get a jump on those New Year's resolutions. Now, let's back up a second. What if you aren't alone and you're arguing with somebody? Go to the gym. Number one, it gives you a chance to take a break, let everybody go back to their respective corners. Uh, the exercise is going to help fight some stress and then come back willing to listen to the other person's side. But when you go to the gym, think about it. You're going to get a jump on all those New Year's resolutions and the gym's going to be empty because everybody else is out shopping and jingling and decking halls and all that other stuff. And I've never felt bad about going to the gym. I have felt sore the next day, but I've never really been filled with regret. I felt regret when I went too hard. But typically when I'm walking out of the gym to my car, I'm kind of proud of myself. And plus in a month, that gym is going to be packed. So you might as well get in some work while it's empty. And here's something else you can do. This one, again, easier said than done, but I'm pretty sure you're going to feel better at the end of it. And that is forgive someone. Some of the stress in our lives is based on grudges and stuff that's happened in the past. And this is a time when you can take advantage of this time, when people are kind of thinking about family and friends, and maybe reach out and patch things up with someone. Now, if you go, Dave, I I don't really want that person back in my life. Well, okay. Maybe, though, there's a way that you could get some closure on something I know uh, my ex-wife and I did not have a uh, super friendly divorce, but it wasn't super horrible. And we have since had conversations that kind of put a closure on the whole thing and is just less stressful. And if you can, start the new year with less regrets. Now, something else you can do, and this is one of those like, duh, focus on what you do have instead of what you don't. Focus on what you do have, and because there's always two sides of that co- that that coin. And one of the things you can do, if you really want to do this, go to the soup kitchen, volunteer right now to work at a soup kitchen, and then go do it. And I guarantee you, you're gonna walk out of that experience feeling thankful for everything you have. You're gonna come home and like flip a switch and go, "Dang, we got electricity! Holy cow, there's water coming out of the tap." It will open up your eyes and you will be so thankful for your life. And so much of the holidays are spent remembering the past. Maybe it's time to start a new tradition. Try not to focus so much on the past. Now, um, sometimes you can choose to do that. I, I do something that I know is going to make me sad, but it also makes me feel loved. And it's weird. It's a really weird mix. But I do it, and I, I I know it's coming, and I do it anyway. And that is my uh, my mom. When I was growing up, my mom was a Harry Belafonte fan, this singer, and it's actually not a bad album, Harry Belafonte's Christmas album. And so, because we want to make our mom happy, when we decorated the tree, we would always start off by putting on Harry Belafonte, and then followed, of course, by Andy Williams and uh, many other things. And, um, so my mom died 27 years ago. I was uh, 24 at the time. And to this day, I still, when I start decorating a tree, I put on Harry Belafonte. It always kind of bumps me out a little bit, but it also brings back all those great childhood memories. And I'm very thankful for those. That's the key. Focusing on what I did have, not what I don't. So, um, so You got to go in with both eyes open with some of those, right? So let's sum this up a little bit. Number one, you got to acknowledge your feelings because you're not really fooling anybody if you're down. And if you're feeling down, it's okay. And there's another special circumstance here. If you recently lost someone, and even not so recently, let's say you lost someone in February, this is the first holiday season without them. And that's going to suck. It just is. And it's not so much that it has to suck. It's just you are in what I call the new normal. There's the normal and now there's the new normal. And the bad news is the new normal isn't the normal normal that you want. It's the new normal. And it's okay to cry and miss them. It's just, that's just the way it is. And just realize that it's not always going to feel this way, but it's never going to go back to normal. I can also, you know, people go the time heals all wounds, kind of. Reach out to organizations if you need help. It's okay to reach out. Realize, this is a biggie, realize that the holidays don't have to be perfect. Uh, my first wife and my first stepmom almost ruined holidays because they had to be perfect. I mean, the napkins had to be a certain way and this and that. I I think back to my grandma my dad's side once made a cake for New Year's Eve. And I think it's pistachios that have the red um, shell. She made this something pistachio, whatever, whatever those things are called, cake, and forgot to take them out of their shells. And we're literally breaking our teeth on this cake. And we all laughed. We thought it was hilarious. She made the recipe from something. She, you know, whatever. But it wasn't, we, I remember that one over anyone that were perfect, because it was funny. memorable. And when you try to make them perfect, it's only going to bring pressure. And it's that pressure that leads to eating, leads to no sleep. No sleep leads to bad decisions. Bad decisions lead to bad eating. It's a spiral. And the other thing you can do is just accept the family for who they are. I know that's hard. I had a, um, I've had christmases that were spent with what i will call intelligent children these are children that overpronunciate their words and they like to use words with a lot of syllables i have an above intelligence uh above average intelligence according to my teachers um whatever you know and after you talk to this kid for like 3 minutes you just want to punch them in the face not that that would be right but you know you might want to you're you're tempted to just um yeah um you got to accept their your family is who they are And if you just wait a couple more hours, they're probably going to leave. The other thing you don't want to do, watch out for binging. Don't binge on food. Don't binge on shopping because you're just going to regret that come January when you get your credit card bill. Don't binge on alcohol. Don't throw away any good habits that you have. And if you can plan ahead, I know easier said than done, but this makes sense. And that's what we're about here logical. If you can plan ahead, all the holiday activities, it might help eliminate that last-minute scrambling. It's that last-minute scrambling that adds the stress. And if you can, I did this tonight because I was like, in the words, speaking of grandma, in the words of my grandma, I thought this was hooey. But I actually lit some candles tonight and just chilled out for 15 minutes. And I cannot tell you how better I felt when I was done. Just to take some downtime, just you and my thoughts, me and my thoughts in this case. Uh, but try to get 15 minutes of just sitting and being quiet. If you have a spouse, maybe it's just you two sitting together, talking, just a little downtime. Um, the other thing, I said this before, if people ask you to do something you don't want to do, just say, you know what, I would love to do that, but it's the holidays. I've got so much going on already. I just don't think I can squeeze it in. I don't know that most people are going to go, oh, come on, seriously. Seriously. Now they might because it's a, it's a tradition and you're expected to go but if you go no you know I just can't I remember um my first wife had her biological father her first stepfather was her adoptive father and her mom obviously and then I had my side of the family and we would literally do a tour And if her father was in town, normally he lived in Texas. It was literally the whole day was spent going from person. And everywhere you went, it was like, here, have some more ham. You're like, "Ugh." And we just said the one year we're like, look, if you want to see us, we have our own house now. You come see us. And they were like, okay. And it was just kind of the way, you know, start a new tradition. But because in the end, the holidays are a mental game. And We have all this pressure, again, from the media, all those happy commercials, all the happy commercials on the radio, all the Christmas cards, all the imaging and all the advertisements, everything, all these things that we're supposed to do if we're normal, right? That's a lot of pressure. Then throw in the relatives and the traditions. We're kind of outnumbered. So with this, I say, if you feel a little blue, it's okay we're kind of outnumbered. Take solace in knowing you're not the only one that doesn't feel normal. Thus, it's normal to feel not normal. Do you understand that? I realize it's a double negative. But you are then normal that you don't feel normal. And that's okay. You're normal. The holidays, though, remember this too, are three days. It's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's New Year's. It's 72 hours. And you can make it through that. I know a lot of us want to say, well, once Thanksgiving comes, I can eat cookies for the rest of the year. And no, you can't. Now, if you are in a really dark place, and you know, sometimes we get in a spiral and that happens. If you really need to hear a voice, there are a couple of places you can call. One is called the Samaritan's Crisis Response Hotline. It's at 212-673-3000. That again is 212- 673 Now, everything I'm talking about, you can find at LogicalLoss.com slash 311. And there's always the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline if you're feeling really dark. That's uh, 1-800-273-TALK. But I found this other one. And this is not a phone. And I whenever I was playing with this, if you would prefer to chat with somebody, right, just actual type chat, um, Check out I Prevail, and you can go to LogicalLoss.com slash I Prevail. That's I-P-R-E-V-A-I-L-E, I I Prevail. It's a pretty cool service. Now, if you need someone to, to talk to, you can go out and just chat away. It's absolutely free. Don't even have to put in your name, no phone number, nothing. And later, if you decide, you know, maybe I do need to talk to someone, on a regular basis. Maybe I need some counseling. Maybe I need to dig a little deeper. They have some pretty cool online classes. They have mentors there. They have a whole bunch of stuff. And you're like, but Dave, man, I can't afford any kind of therapy. It's 10 bucks a month. I mean, that's like what, two Starbucks. The live chat thing is free. If you just need to go out and chat with somebody, uh, you can do that. So realize again, when We expect something to happen and it doesn't. It's pretty good chances you're going to feel lousy about that. Realize things don't have to be perfect. Realize that you're not the only one that feels this way. I know you're thinking, no, I'm the only person in the world that's going through this. You're not. And it's going to be okay. You can make it through the holidays. It's only 72 hours. And 2017 is right around the corner. want to tell you about a new gizmo I got that uh, replaced a gizmo that I had that I liked that blew up. Um, I told you a couple episodes ago how I got this microwave egg, egg cooker. It was kind of wild because you always heard you shouldn't put eggs in a microwave, and then you've always heard you shouldn't put metal things in a microwave, and this was a uh, a microwave egg cooker that had metal in it, and to make a long story short, the thing just blew up. I mean, I'm still picking eggshells out of the uh, the microwave. And um, so I've had something like this one in the past. It's called a company called Dash. It is a Go Rapid egg cooker. And I've had a couple of these. I'm not sure if they break or if I just lose them or what. But this one's pretty slick. And what this is, it's basically an egg, kind of a steamer in a way. You have this little hot plate and... What you need is most of these things give you a pin to put a hole in the egg so it doesn't explode. And the microwave one I had, it had a pin and like this little foam thing that you stuck the pin in when you weren't using it, but it just screamed, Lose me. And this thing is really cool because it comes with a way to make poached eggs, hard boiled eggs. It has an omelet tray and it has this measuring cup. And this measuring cup, the more water you put in, the harder your egg is going to be. And what's cool is the pin that you poke your egg with is built into this cup so you don't lose it. Then when you're done with this, you put this basically this little egg tray, the omelet tray, the poaching tray, and the measuring cup in uh, in the little tray thing. You put the lid on and lock it so you don't lose any of your stuff. And the coolest thing is it's 15 bucks. And I will say this ahead of time that when the alarm goes off because the eggs are done, it will jar your tonsils out of your, your, your teeth. Uh, it's, it's definitely, it lets you know the eggs are done, but on the other hand, you're not going to overcook your eggs. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm loving it. It's, you know, me, I love my gadgets. And, uh, if you like hard boiled eggs, cause I like to cut them up and put them in my salads now, um, it's pretty cool, and I have no idea how long it takes to make the eggs. I should pay attention next time, but it's not very long, and uh, I would highly recommend it. Hopefully, this will last longer than the microwave one. Speaking of buying stuff like egg cookers, it is the holiday season, and if you're going to be buying things at Amazon, could you please do me just a little favor? Go to LogicalLoss.com support. And you could even bookmark that page if you wanted to. And then anytime you need to go to Amazon, just go there first, then click on the Amazon banner. That would be very cool. It doesn't cost you an extra dime, and it helps support the show. We get a little finder's fee that way. There's also a donate button there if you want to do that as well. But it's just a way to help pay for the web hosting, the media hosting, the newsletter, and everything else. So thanks so much for tuning in. If you're in the States, have a happy Thanksgiving. and. Uh, Get ready for the holidays. They're on their way here. And uh, next week, I'll be talking about some of the top gifts for people who are looking to be fit. If you have one, let me know. Call it in, 888-563-3228. That number again, 888-563-3228. Take care. God bless. And we'll see you again real soon with another episode of The Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to logicalloss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at logicalloss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is logicallost.com. Our theme music is courtesy of skinnysongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Till you thin. I guess I'll have to exercise